Welcome to Sweet Talk. This broadcast is brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts and the format is conversational. We will be having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. Now, let's get started with Sweet Talk. Okay, welcome everybody. Uh, this is our sweet podcast. Thank you for joining us. My name is Gary Salazar. I'm the Director for Continuing Education and Workforce Training, or SWEET as we like to call it. Joining us today is Robert Wallace. He'll be talking to us about Big Brothers uh, Low Riding. So uh, thank you, Robert. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank it's you. nice to have you here. We always nice start off with here. an easy question. You know, Just tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get into this thing? And we'll go from there. We're going to have a nice conversation. All righty. Well, I currently am the founder of Big Brother Low Riding, which uh, we build bikes for the at-risk kids, but they also help us build bikes for the homeless, less fortunate, and people in need, so it pretty much can go with anybody that can't afford a bike. I'll get out there and get donations through my Facebook page, and uh, that kind of helps me out because it's a little hard to afford to fix a bike for everybody, you know, but people see that, so they help donate to me. People see your Facebook page. What's your, what's, what's your Facebook page? It is a Big Brother Low Riding page. Big Brother Low Riding on Facebook. Yep. Okay, cool. And so people see that, and, and uh, they, I need to look at it too, but they see what you're doing, and they go, hey, I want to help this. And yeah. so that, how do they donate to you? Um, they can just message me throughout the Facebook page, and then I'll meet them, or they can bring it to my home, or we'll figure out some way to meet up and get the bikes. All right, how cool. How long have you been doing this? Since 2013. 2013? And yeah. what prompted this? Honestly, I met a young man. I used to ride my lowrider to work every day, and he would follow me and say, hey, I want your bike, and can I have your bike? And I would joke with him, no, you know, it's very expensive, but I could probably build you one. And then he kept on meeting me at the same corner every day after school when I would be riding home from work. And then finally I was like, told my woman, for Christmas, I'm going to build this kid a bike. Yeah. So I built him a bike, and then I went and met him, and I realized he kind of had a little bit of a rough upbringing like I was. He was only eight years old, but I was like, maybe I can be more involved in his life than just with the bike, because I work with the soup kitchen, mm -hmm. and they were kind of in need of food. Yeah. So I, I kind of figured, well, I'll go there every day after school, and I mean, after work, and just see how he's doing, see if he needs any more. Then I met he had more siblings, and they kind of need a little bit more attention also, so kind of just rolled from there. Now, how cool. So this guy was pretty persistent, persistent trying Very. to catch up with you every day and say, yeah. hey, you know, what about it? And eventually you you saw enough, and he would say, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help this kid out. Yeah. And that's what kind of got this started? Yeah, because then um, I have a brother-in-law that uh, he's my co-founder, but uh, he both, both me and him kind of had a rough life and mm -hmm. he went to prison for a while. But when mm -hmm. he got out, we got him off of parole and it was like a graduation kind of like celebration that we were sitting one day in the back of my little rider car and we're talking. He's like, you know, trying to help this young kid. You're always helping us. No matter what situation we're in, you're the big brother. You gave us clothes, you gave us food. He's like, you've always had my back. Because before it was my brother-in-law, I've known him since he was 12. Mm -hmm. I've always had, had his back and tried to help him out, keep him on the right track. And he's like, you know, we should help this kid. We should, and we're into lowriders, cars and everything. And he's like, I want to build a club, but I think we should do it to help others. Instead of just doing it to build cars and be on that scene, we should help others because you're already trying to help this kid. So right. well, should we get him involved and call Big Brother Lowrider? And I said, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. Oh, that's cool. And, but you specialize in bikes, bicycles. Yeah. Okay. But you mentioned cars too. Yeah. 
I love cars. Do you get into cars yeah. and help them out? Yeah, I have a, a 78 Monte Carlo lowrider. Yeah. What about what about motorcycles? Yeah, I love motorcycles. Yeah. I'm, I'm involved with the POW MIA. That's where we met. Yeah. Yeah, so, and you had some great bikes out there. You had a little contest going on. Which one won? Well, you remember that? Two of us won, but I won two plaques, and then my newest youth member won uh, an award, but it was for the membership for being the best person to show up every month and put in the hardest work. Yeah, how cool. How very, very cool. All right, so how many people are, are with you or are doing this with It's you? varied throughout years, but right now I have two. Two? Yeah, but okay. it's, it's got up to like 15. Up to 15. Mm-hmm. And where do you guys work on the bikes at? In my backyard right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're doing this completely free from yourself. Yep. And I mean, some somebody has a has a need. You sense that. You talk to them. You go, I want to get this guy a bike. You just wait around for parts if you don't have them, or you call out for help, or what? At first, it was kind of like that because I had a small resource of finding bikes. There used to be the Pocatello um, bike that there is kind of right behind my house and so I was able to go there and resource things but they closed uh-huh. so I couldn't get them anymore but I know a lot of people from just my past life I've just, I'm really I make friends easy and I grew up here so I just kind of had a lot of friends and once it got there on Facebook obviously social media is very big so they see what I'm doing and everybody's got an old used bike next to their house and if you put out there that it's not only I just want used bikes but I'm saying what I'm doing and where it's going and who I'm helping it's so quick to have somebody want to donate a bike. Yeah. And so if I don't have the parts outside, which I can pretty much take any bits and pieces and junk and turn it into a decent bike to give to somebody, but if I don't, I can put on Facebook, hey, I'm in the need of an adult mountain bike or a beach cruiser or something for a child, and I can wake up next morning and have 25 people trying to give me a bike. So I'm like, oh, so it's a matter of, if you all want to donate, you can all donate, but I just need one bike, you know? <laughs> you know, that, that, that's such a cool story. Uh, and another life, I was over in Florida, and uh, we ran it. We ran a school that had this large gym, and it was approaching Christmas time. And one of the things we did was said, "Hey, why don't we fix a couple of bikes up, and, uh, and then we'll we'll put them out to kids who need them." So what we said was, "Anybody got any bikes? They'd have a garage sale or something you can't get rid of." And the next week, we were flooded by bikes. I mean, something similar to what you said. We had so many bikes that we couldn't fix them all, and we had to go out to the bike shops. Who then donated a lot of their time and their expense to help, you. To help us out? Uh, but there were a lot of great people who who benefited from that. So good on you for doing that, man. Thank that, you. That is a cool thing, Robert. Dude, I, I do have. You take any kind of bike, any type of bike. So kids' bikes, hey. anything. And it started with just the children bikes because that's kind of like directed towards that kid and the other kids in the neighborhood. And I, as a young kid going to foster care, that was my freedom. Was riding. We didn't have tablets and no. game systems and stuff. I was out riding all the time, so I was like, "Oh, well, I'll help the kids get out there." But working at Salvation Army, having so many homeless people needing bikes, I was like, "Wow, I need adult bikes too." And it used to be like only single speed because that's all the only thing I really knew how to work on was single speed bikes. But then it got into a lot of those people just want mountain bikes, and so I was like, "Well, you know what? I'm going to go out of my comfort zone and learn how to work on derailers and gears." That way, I'm comfortable with knowing how to do it so I can teach them if something's wrong with it. Because then I can give them a bike, but a lot of people need to have, maintenance. They, they, yeah, they, the maintenance. And so they have questions that maybe I can't answer and I don't like not to have an answer for something. You know, it sounds like a potential career in that yeah. is, is you know, working That's in my a goal shop that has yeah. bikes, owning your own shop. Yeah. You know, I plan on trying to get one on Main Street 
or Arthur. Like I, I live in that town. I've lived there for about seven years, and I love that area. Yep. It is what you make of it. A lot of people have different ideas of it, but I feel like anywhere you live, you can make good. So sure. I would like sure. to put a shop down on, on the old town area. I just like the old feeling of everything. Obviously, with my bikes, you see I like classic vintage things, so I just would like to be in that area. You know, there was an interesting conversation we had the other day with some other folks talking about um, – this little uh, ski resort we have over here, Pebble Creek, and yeah. during the summertime, there's not a lot of usage on that. But that could turn into like bike paths, you know, advanced bike paths right. and all. And so they'd have a need for people who could rent bikes. And that's a possible uh, opportunity there who, to folks who show up and just want to do this or people who repair bikes or something else. There might be more opportunities around here, you know, if we get you known a little bit more that would help a lot, both, both in materials you know, things that you need, and possibly in some of the resources yeah. to grow, too. That would be an awesome event. I'm starting to notice that's happening, too. Yeah. Yeah, so you're getting into some of the mountain bikes, some of the fancier bikes with more of the, the gears on them. I can't I can't do anything with those things. I, Me either. My thing. <laughs> I know how to <laughs> work with them, but I just don't prefer, prefer not to ride them. I like <laughs> Single speed. Yeah. All right. Uh, you, know, you know, today, more and more bikes seem to have these big, big tires on them. Yeah. Are you getting into those, too? I would like to. Because I'm getting asked about about yeah. them a lot. They're just a little bit more expensive. They are. So once they start kind of dying out, I'll start getting more of them. You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of how it happens. Something <laughs> that's in the fad right now is very expensive. But then when something new comes on there, then maybe I'll see more of them. Would, would you mind sharing maybe a, a story about some some of the folks that you've been working with? You know, I mean, they get a bike. Does that change their lives? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I had a, a couple actually. They were dealing with uh, having a problem with sobriety, drinking a lot. I deal with a lot of people from different walks of life at Salvation Army, but I personally knew the gentleman years before he would bell ring with us a lot, but then I hadn't seen him for a while, and then he came in and he had a girlfriend. But she was a lot younger than him, and she just reached the age of being able to drink, and he wasn't a drinker, but I seen they were drinking a lot together. So I pulled him aside and I said, are you okay? Like, is everything all right? I don't try to pry, but I try to like put it out there that if they want to talk to me, they could talk to me. And so he, he did. He told me, yeah, I'm just having an issue. We're living in age of friends. We're having a hard time. We can only get from place to place by foot, and it's just killing me. I mean, if you could help me out the bike, so of course you can help me with the bike. That wasn't our conversation starter, but that got into that because he already knew I did that. And I was like, yeah, of course. And he's like, well, I'm trying to get a job, but getting to Amy's Kitchen through the temp service right now is killing me. Coming from um, Age for Friends to get all the way up that hill, it's just, it's hard, but I'm doing it. And like, how can you not hear somebody tell you that they're already inspiring themselves to walk that far, which riding is hard enough as it is, but walking that far, so I gave him a bike and I said, would you like me to give your woman a bike too? Like, would it help so you guys can get around together even when mm -hmm. you're not at work, you know? Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, I really appreciate it. Well, I gave him a bike, gave her a bike. The next morning I seen him and I asked him, how'd work go? Was it easier now that you rode to work? And he goes, yeah. And I could see I can read people. That's my, I think that's my big thing about myself is I can read people. So I was like, well, what's wrong? And he's like, nothing. I was like, well, was work good? He's like, yeah, just a little tough. And I'm like, well, what happened? He's like, well, I got new shoes last night for work, but they were given to me and I didn't want to complain about them, but they're small and my feet are hurting. And it was funny because I always wear my work shoes to work every day and I had just got back from lunch and my buddy that I work with, I told him that I had these retro Adidas that I've had for like 10 years and I never wear them, but I want to show them to him. I wore them to work that day at lunch just to show them to him and I was like, well, what size shoe you wear? He's like 11 and a half. I said, I have a pair of 11 and a half on right now. You want them? I'm going to go back home and I have work boots in my work that I can take. He's like, no, I can't take your shoes. I said, you're not taking my shoes. I'm offering them to you so you can work and it'll be better. He's like, well, they're nice shoes. I said, it doesn't even matter. They've sat in my closet. I don't wear them. If you can wear them and they'll make you more comfortable at work and that's one less stress on your mind, I'll give them to you. He said, okay, but when I get my paycheck, I'm giving them back. And I said, when you get your paycheck, you keep those as your good shoes and you buy work shoes. 
And he did. And then he came to the next day and he gave me a hug and he said, you know what? It doesn't even matter if the shoes made a difference, the conversation made a difference. And I appreciate that. And I said, you're welcome. You know, like, I'm just here to help anybody. Materialistic things used to be very important to me, but I've kind of lost sight in that because I see that the, the fact of maybe showing a little bit of heart towards somebody is a little bit more rewarding mm-hmm. than having a pair of leather on my feet. So yeah. we went like a couple of weeks. He was doing very good. And then he told me as I'm getting, I'm about to get hired on full time. And my wife is still having a hard time with me being gone. She's drinking a little bit more. I said, would you mind me, me having a one-on-one conversation with her? Cause she still came to work at eight every day. So I pulled her aside and I talked to her and then she started talking to me every day. And I said, you know, he's just trying to work for you. I know it's hard, but if you need somebody to talk to when you think you're gonna go drink, just come over here and visit with me. Just just find a way around it. And I said, do you need a job too? Cause we're about to hire for bell ringing. And he asked me if he could do that part-time besides working at Amy's Kitchen. I said, of course. And I gave her an opportunity to work with us. And then she was, and then she started working at Clear Insight. So she had two jobs. She had no time to drink. Mm-hmm. He had no time to drink. <laughs> and then he said, you know, we want to get out of age for friends. It's just killing me being there. I'm not one of those people. You want to help us out if I give you money Will you hold on to it for me? Because I'm having a problem saving my money and I just want to get an apartment. I said, of course. So I helped him. Five months later, they got an apartment. And he's like, now I want to get a vehicle. I have my license. I want her to get her license. She's going to get her license if I need a vehicle. Will you get on Facebook and try to find me a car? I know you get cars all the time. Found him a car. I just seen them like, and this was like a year ago. I just seen them a couple weeks ago. And they, I went to eat on a Saturday at my work. And they came too. And they're just very thankful that everything's still going. They have advanced from the small apartment they had to a bigger apartment. They still have their car and they're both still working. And all that started from an initial comment, and the bike played a part of it. And Absolutely. You got involved. Yeah. And they returned the bikes to me. Yeah. To give me to give them to somebody else because they didn't want to feel like they're not being used now when they know the goal behind it was just to get help them out, and for them to have a car now it was kind of like they don't want to leave their bikes just sitting there when somebody else could ride them. You know that's pretty cool. Uh, it's a. Um, it's a story that has so many possibilities in it, not just for the other people, but for you as well. Absolutely. And where that's going to take you. What a, what another unique and very incredible story. It, it would be interesting if you could step 30 years down the road and look back and, go, and look at this moment where you are in your life and go, hey, that 30 years, I filled it up with a lot of things here. And I was able to help some people. We were able to grow ourselves. We have a family. Uh, it sounds to me like you're, you're on a great path for that. But what's interesting is you're bringing others along with you. And you're using cool. the bikes as a great metaphor for yeah. that too. So thanks for doing that. Thank you. you know, there is something else that's very interesting here. And, and for those of you out who are seeing this now, uh, I'm, I'm assuming this moment's going to pass. But tomorrow is Saturday. And they're doing, they're doing a neat event over at uh, the Performing Arts Center. And that's a hometown hero event. And there's a car show out there as well. And I'm going to be there for something else. But Robert and I were talking, and he's going to be there too. We met at an event, the POWMI event, and he was there. And here he is again, put, putting himself out into the community where he's going to continue to meet more and more people, develop new contacts. And hopefully some of those things will turn into folks who join him on, the, on this uh, amazing journey, improve their lives, contribute to others. So it's a, it's a great example also of you know, paying it forward yeah. uh, with the community. So if this happens tomorrow, and you're seeing this now after the fact, this is the, the 6th of September, right? Yeah. So that event is tomorrow the 7th. My, my guess, you're going to watch this or hear about this podcast 
after the fact. You know, I, I really encourage you then to, to check into this. There'll be some news stories on, on what happened at the Performing Arts Center. There may be some stuff on Robert, on the car show. But all of it is a terrific thing to go back and follow up on and go, hey, here's another guy in our community. He's helping other people, other people in lots of different ways. Not like we do at Sweet, but similarly, jobs, improvement, personal growth, making things a little bit better in the quality of life. So that's an awesome thing, man. That, that's really cool. He's on the paper this morning. Yeah. And you were on the newspaper this morning. He's, what was the story about? Robert, you're yeah. just winning the award. Yeah. About winning the award. Okay. He's, well, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah. yeah. What, what award? For the hometown hero. There's hometown. 11 of us that, that did it in Idaho. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank He's you. He's an official hometown hero. Yeah. I, I'm serious. Richly deserved. That story, that, after that story, I'm practically in tears. <laughs> like, <laughs> I really just, just tugged my it heart. It affects me there. the same way, man. Yeah. It just yeah. tugged my heart. And like, I, I, I couldn't, I almost had to stop myself like, from running over and shaking your hand. <laughs> What a very heartfelt story, and, and, and we need more of those. Let's talk a little bit, let's shift this a little bit here and go say, you, you know, you're doing a lot of great uh, things here. And in the future, you kind of mentioned this, you're looking at maybe in the future owning your own shop. Absolutely. Okay. You want to stay here in Pocatello, or yeah. are you thinking about going stay somewhere else? Pocatello. Pocatello. Um, so, I mean, that takes resources. Uh, certainly, you're going to grow towards that, and maybe there's people out there who are hearing this or will be seeing this or coming and visiting you later on. Uh, but that doesn't always happen because you want it to. That happens because of action and things right. that you're doing. You know, it's like you help those people and say, hey, let's sit down let's talk about this. You're taking steps towards progress, towards growth. Um, I would assume that, you know, you're thinking about what this could look like for you and, and, and future folks in your life, family, uh, friends. I mean, to me, it seems like that would be a very successful thing for a community and for you. But if you're going to put something in downtown um, uh, downtown Pocatello, Old Town Pocatello. There's a lot of other folks down there trying to revive that area down yeah. there too. And so there's some good connections we can help you with if you don't already have them, and it sounds like you might, but maybe we can share some of that with you afterwards. But for anybody else, you know, here's a guy who's, uh, who's not just talking. There's some issues out there. He's not just talking about it. He's, he's doing some things. And it's what we all talk about is, uh, well, who's going to do this? Well, here's a guy doing this. Yeah. Uh, so if you have an opportunity to swing by, contact him on Facebook. Uh, did you want to give out any other contact information, a phone number, or anything like that? Or just Facebook is, is good for right now? Yeah, Everything's you can give fine. Out my cell phone number? Because I have be? business cards. What's your cell phone it number? It is 208-419-7981. Okay. Uh, so feel free to reach out to him. Let him know, hey, I've got some bike parts. I've got some bikes. Uh, I may have some resources. I have an old shop. I have an old Chevy. Uh, you know, because it's not just bicycles, there's other things he gets into. And I imagine there'll be a, a widening circle of, of things that, that he can touch and help out with. So please feel free to reach out to him that way. Um, we've had a really cool conversation here, but I'm not sure this is everything you wanted to say. So I want to I give you an opportunity. To, if we haven't covered something uh, that you would like to have people who watch this and hear this know, um, hear this now is there anything you want to add to this? Yeah. I just want people to, because I know that when I get looked at, for the most part, I get judged by the way I look, covered in tattoos and stuff. But I like to know that what I'm doing is paying it forward. And when people see that someone that looks like me, that they might judge, that might not go out of their way and help others, they see that I do it. It actually opens their mind to maybe there's something they could do in their life to change somebody else's life. Like the small amount of 
care that I'm giving, which I know it's a lot, but some people might not see it as much until they open their mind and see what actually is going on. It, it changes the aspect of, I think we've lost sight in helping others nowadays. It's kind of gone away. So maybe we can stop and just, you know, you might drive past somebody with a broke down car and just think, oh, well, I got to get here. I got to get to work on time. I'd rather be late to work and help that person and make sure they made it to wherever they're going and they made it safe than worry about what I'm going through. Sometimes selfishness has taken over the, our, our self-pride. Yes. Uh, we, we all suffer from that. So thanks for pointing that out. Um, there's, um, there's a lot of great stories about this that go back many, many years. Uh, but one of those that I remember was uh, of, a, of a person, uh, I'll say the story wrong, but it was a person who was going around and, and planting seeds. You know, you think of Johnny Appleseed, uh, but it, was, it wasn't Johnny Appleseed. Oh, geez, I'm so sorry. Robert, we're done, man. Yeah, yeah we'll have to tell that story another time. Uh, I knew it probably would go by pretty quick because I can talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and close this out with everybody here. I can see uh, that our time is up. Uh, thanks to Robert Wallace for joining us today. Uh, big Brother, low riding. Uh, I hope everybody out there has gained some, uh, some great insight from the stories that, that we've had here and the sharing that he's offered. Um, you can find us online at uh, cetrain.isu.edu. I hope you'll take a few minutes to look us over. Maybe sometime in the future we'll get a story in our catalog or somewhere something on our website and it'll refer back to, to Robert. Maybe we can do something with that. Great young man. has got a great, uh, great uh, story, lots to offer. Um, let us know what you think. And thanks for joining us on Sweet Talk. Thank you. Are you done, man? No. Continuing education, workforce training, SWEET, is comprised of professionals dedicated to serving your educational needs. We understand that when it comes to your future, it's all about you. Because our staff and faculty have real-world experience actually doing what they teach, our students obtain the skills and knowledge they are looking for to be competitive in today's marketplace. For more information, please visit our website, ctrain.isu.edu. That is c-e-train.isu.edu. Or call us at 208-282-3372.